So you've been touched by God and you have begun to feel his healing power. You began to feel the pain to leave. Maybe even for a period of time, the pain was completely gone, only to have the symptoms begin to return. And a lot of people are wondering why. Why did the sickness, disease, or injury return? Didn't God heal me? Well, we're going to dig deeper into discussing this answer in the second part of how to keep your healing. Now, I believe by the end of this brief teaching today, you are going to not only understand the answer a bit more to this question, but you're going to be strengthened. You're going to be equipped to build the strength to make sure that you not only get healed, but keep your healing. So welcome everybody. And thank you so much for listening to the Be Healed podcast. It's a ministry of the Gospel Mission Network. And I'm Steve Hannett. And I'm passionate about God's promise to heal because I know that God watches over his word. God watches over his covenant and he's a good father. He's filled with compassion. He loves you and he does not want you to be sick or weak physically, mentally or spiritually. No, God has promised us in his word that he has taken our sickness and our disease. Yes, by his stripes, we are healed. That's what it says in Isaiah chapter 53. Now, the Be Healed podcast is filled with interviews and testimonies and all kinds of teachings to help you to stand strong, to really walk in that healing anointing. And I want you to be encouraged. It doesn't matter how long you've suffered. It doesn't matter how long it, it's lasted. It doesn't matter how many times you prayed and it seems like it didn't work. God's word is clear that by his stripes we're healed. And today, get ready to be built up. Get ready to, to experience a change. Get ready to have a breakthrough today, even as you're listening to this podcast. So let's get ready to dive in to part two of how to keep your healing. In part one of how to keep your healing, we looked at the idea that the apostle Peter walked on water, but when he walked on water, he took his eyes off of Jesus and he put them on the circumstances and no longer was able to walk on water. He began to sink. And we spoke about the idea that when we get healed, we need to continue to look at Jesus. We need to continue to believe what God said. And this faith that we spoke about in part one is so, so critical because faith, whether we're speaking about healing, whether we're speaking about peace, whether we're speaking about answered prayer, or even salvation, even pleasing God in general. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 tells us that it is impossible to please God without faith. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith is, is so important. It, it's how Abraham in, in Genesis, in, in the first book of the Bible, how he was justified. He was justified by faith. Even the nation of Israel throughout their entire history was blessed when they believed God and was not blessed when they did not believe God. Even God told him he was giving them the promised land, something he had covenanted to Abraham who believed. But the children of Israel, the descendants of Abraham, 
did not believe God's word about going into the promised land. They retreated, they rebelled, and the Bible says in Hebrews 3.19, it says that they could not enter into the promise of God because of their unbelief. So it is very, very important that we understand that faith is a critical and foundational thing to be able to walk in the covenanted blessings of God. And I don't know why, but so many people seem to want to sidestep this faith issue. They don't want to uh, upset people. They don't want to offend a person's faith. But God is not trying to offend us. God is trying to bless us. And we need to know that we need to build faith and not just a normal faith where sometimes we believe, but mostly we doubt. No, faith means we're fully expectant to receive the things that are not seen. We can see that in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1. And let's take a look at the gospel of Matthew. Jesus meets these two men who were blind. And we can see this in Matthew, chapter 9, verse 27. It says, when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind man came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. Wow. I don't know how more clear the Bible could be that here you've got these two blind men and Jesus comes and he asks them a question. Do you believe that I am able to do this? I believe this question is even coming at the altars of churches and conferences and healing seminars that God is asking, do you believe that I am able to do this? And it's so wonderful when we respond from our heart and say, yes, Lord, we believe. And Jesus said, according to your faith, let it be to you. And I want you to know right now that what is happening right now is going to be a reflection of our faith. And as we believe God for healing, as we trust his holy word to receive healing, as we trust the work of Jesus Christ upon the cross, it's going to be according to our faith. This is how we receive healing. But let me go a little further. It's not only how we receive healing. It's how we keep the healing. You see, it is very common for people to believe God for a moment of time during the prayer. But following that, the deceiver, the accuser of the brethren, the liar, his name is the devil, comes and even just suggests a word like he did with Eve in the book of Genesis chapter 3. And he says, did God indeed say? And he tries to cast doubt. And we believe that doubt, or we begin to consider that doubt. We begin to grab a hold of that doubt. In other words, we look away from Jesus like Peter did, and we begin to go backward and that temptation of the devil to doubt God's word begins to take a hold, and we actually physically begin to revert back to the condition that we were originally in. So I want to tell you that the faith that you needed to receive healing is the same faith we need to 
hold our healing. We cannot look back. We cannot begin to doubt. We cannot begin to ask those questions within our heart and say, did it really happen? Was I really healed? Will I be okay moving forward? We can boldly declare in the word of God, we are healed by the stripes of Jesus Christ. And we don't need to look to the left and we don't need to look to the right. We need to build a faith that holds God's holy word. Now, we're going to shift now into a question. Did we believe God's word when we first experienced his touch? Now, many people may say, well, of course I did. Well, here's a reality that frequently happens. And I'm going to read a quote from E.W. Kenyon, who was a famous healing minister. And this is in his book called Jesus the Healer. This is how he writes. For many years, I've been bothered because I could not understand why people who had received their healing and had all the evidences of perfect deliverance should have the diseases return. I believe I have made the discovery. Their faith was not in the word of God, but in sense evidence. What do I mean by sense evidence? I mean the evidence of their sight, hearing, and feeling. Wow. E.W. Kenyon really nails the issue, I believe. Because a lot of people, when they're at, let's say, a prayer conference or a healing conference or maybe a church service or at some point being prayed for by someone, their faith is sometimes more in the person praying for them than it is actually in understanding the covenant of God's word of healing. And so their faith is not in the word of God. It's actually in the minister who's praying for them. In fact, this is where some will even believe the faith of the one praying for them. So in reality, it's someone else's faith in the word of God blessing you, not your ability to stand in faith by yourself. You see, when you believe that this person who's praying for you believes the word of God and you're receiving that blessing, yes, the healing blessing can flow into your body and the faith of that healing minister, that prayer warrior, that pastor, that friend, and when they're praying for you, the anointing of healing will flow. But you see, if you don't have the faith in the word of God or the knowledge of the word of God to hold that healing, it's very likely that there's not the foundation that you need to hold the healing. There's not the foundation in the Word of God. And so it's very, very common, and we've experienced this in our own Gospel Mission Network events, that people will come, and between the faith of the ministers, the, the worship that's happening, the presence of God, the miracles that are taking place around us, the testimonies that are being released right in the meeting. People say, my goodness, God is alive and praise God. I believe I'm going to receive just like them. And they do. And their faith in that moment is, is there for Jesus to do it. But a little bit while later, they don't have the assistance of the things that were in that meeting. They're alone by themselves and the enemy begins to whisper in their ear. It is at this point in which they themselves need to have the foundational faith in 
the word of God in order to remain healed. What God desires is to touch his people. And it's beautiful when we're in those meetings and the presence of God and the faith of the, of the ministers there and, and the testimonies that are there. God wants us to be encouraged by this. But what's necessary is after we receive this experiential touch of God, we need to go into God's word in a very diligent way to make sure that our faith is not just resting on an experience, but rather upon the promises of Jesus, knowing what he did on the cross for us, how he took our sickness and disease, how he bore our infirmity on the cross. And so this is very, very important to understand because when symptoms begin to come back, we have memory of those symptoms. We have memory of the things that bound us for a long time. And so it is easy that our faith in those symptoms or the pain that you begin to feel returning starts to trump your faith in God's promise. And when your faith in the symptom or the pain is greater than your faith in the promise in the Word of God, that is when the problem begins to come back. And we end up just as bad, if not worse, than when we first began. T.L. Osborne, in his book, Healing the Sick, which is an amazing book about healing, he says, real faith always holds fast to the confession of the word, while our physical senses hold fast to the confession of our pains and symptoms. You see, real faith is about the word. And even when physical pain or symptoms come back, the faith in God's word still holds, and it declares by Jesus Christ's stripes, I am healed. And it tells that pain or those symptoms to leave because you've been healed. You've been healed and the work is finished. And you believe those symptoms may never return again in the name of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 8, there's one of the greatest examples of this. It begins in verse 5, and it's about this Roman centurion. He was a Roman leader in the army. And it says, now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Well, what's the gem for, for us to grab today? Jesus said he found faith, great faith, but what did this centurion, this Roman, believe in? He believed in the word of God. He says to him, only speak a word 
and my servant will be healed. His faith was in the word of God. And I know this is a stretch for many because most of our life, maybe all of your life, you have reasoned through life and assessing things based on your natural senses. If, in other words, if I feel something, then it must be. But God is saying there needs to be a shift, and we must listen and believe in the Word of God. This is the antidote. When your faith in the Word of God is stronger than your faith in anything else, this is where the power of God is released and where the power of God remains. So the Word of God is our key to get healed and to stay healed. Now, I want to encourage you that the Word of God is not something that you just read and put away, but rather this is speaking about receiving the Word of God and abiding in the Word of God, dwelling in the Word of God, soaking in the Word of God, having the Word of God saturate your mind, saturating your emotions. And I want to tell you that as you saturate, as you abide in the Word of God, your mind is going to be steadied. As you think deeply about the covenants of God in healing, as you study His promises, as you're meditating upon the promises of Jesus, and even Jesus Himself, His work on the cross, you will not be shifting from healing to pain and back to healing and back to pain, but you will be steadied. Now, I want you to be encouraged because in the beginning, this is part of training. This is part of standing strong. This is part of submitting to God and resisting the devil. Even Ephesians chapter 6 tells us that we are in a wrestling match at times. It says in chapter 6, verse 12, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. The Bible describes that the enemy is trying to come back, trying to bother us, and there is a little wrestling at times, or sometimes a big wrestling at times, because we need to put on the whole armor of God, and we need to resist the enemy. One of those elements of the armor of God is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And so when the enemy tries to come and tempt you and come back, we must resist him with the word of God. As we have taught previously in the Be Healed podcast, Jesus, when he was tempted by the devil, did warfare with the devil by saying, it is written. So take your eyes off of any lingering symptoms. Take them off any pain and realize, God, I am going to stand in faith. God is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you. And as you read the Word of God, let me leave you today with this beautiful truth that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 reads, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So today, grab your Bible and live with your Bible today. Read it, saturate it, 
Go back to other episodes in the Be Healed podcast. Look at the scriptures. Don't just listen to the podcast, but grab a notebook. Begin to journal them. I even encourage you to write out some of the verses slowly in a meditative way that speak of God's healing promise. It's going to be food in your soul. It's going to be strength in your life. And you're going to see yourself standing firm and strong against any attempt of the enemy to bring back that element. Be so saturated in the word of God that everything in your life is repelling the fiery darts of the devil. Be so saturated in the word of God that your faith is unshakable in the healing promise of God. You're going to find not only the healing power of God flowing at new levels, but you're going to find yourself standing and remaining in the healing power of God. No longer will your faith be simply in somebody else or their anointing or their faith or in an, in an experience or even for a moment. You will have long-lasting, deeply rooted foundational faith in God's Word, and you will be able to be steadfast and strong. Will you develop? Will you do it? Will you act on it? Because if you believe what God is saying in his word, you won't even just say, I, I believe. You will, you will do it. You will grab your Bible and you will begin to approach God with diligence. And you'll put a very top high priority in building your faith to not only receive healing, but to keep it by faith in the word of God. Oh, I pray you've been blessed today. I pray the Lord bless you and that your time in the word is going to be filled with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is going to touch you, is going to open your mind and your heart as you meditate on God's word. You are destined for victory. You are destined to be a strong witness of Jesus Christ. Go and glorify him. We love you. Hey, if you want to know more about the Gospel Mission Network, go to www.gospelmissionnetwork.org. You can see other things. You can see our TV program called The Miraculous Life, which airs on the Sid Roth Network and Destiny Image TV Network. Guys, there's teaching out there, testimonies. There's great things for you to help build faith in God's Word. Hey, we love you. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a question, a topic that you'd like to send us, send it to contact at gospelmissionnetwork.org. Get on our mailing list, send a text, type healing to 94,000 and get part of our community. We love you. May God bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel, just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live 
in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of the Gospel Mission Network, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.